Good evening, everybody. It's another episode of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. And we're back at it again. And I have to say, thank God we're back at it again. We haven't really been able to get together recently. Yes. Uh, but it's a, it's a nice, it's a cool um, um, spring Monday night. It's kind of chilly out, but we're sitting out here around the fire, as we usually do. Uh, in the environment, so you know you're gonna hear planes. You might hear some dogs. You might hear some cars go by, but it's all good. It lends to how we do it and how we like to do it. We hope you're having a good day, good night, whatever, whenever it is that you're listening to this. What's going on, dude? Oh uh, man, I'll tell you what. You gave me some uh, very uh, uh, flattering news. You, you've been texting me or letting me know, calling, and every time we get a different listener. And I know this previous week you just let me know that you said there was a listener from Russia. One or a couple, but we picked up some uh, some listeners from, uh, well, yes, from Russia. Um, and then you surprised me yesterday with? The Ukraine. A listener from the Ukraine. So how about that? So we gained one listener in well, one we don't week. know how many listeners. All we, know is, we, all we know is we've got listeners now, specifically in Moscow. And um, and uh, and from the Ukraine. Oh, so from Russia, you actually know it's from Moscow. It yeah, actually, yeah. It actually pinpointed that area. Oh, stuff absolutely. Like that. Wow. Yeah. So we whew, got somebody coming from the capital. So how about that? Mm-hmm. So uh, so I guess we should just start changing our greetings up a little bit, right? Right. Lo- sure. I can't wait to hear a little private, right? Yeah. Private for the Russians, you know, and Slavia. For the Ukrainians, I know I'm butchering these, man. I'm trying. I'm just trying to say hello in Ukrainian and a little hello in Russian. We were saying hello in all these other ways, you know. For the longest time, Lou, the only word I knew in Russian was just "nyet." Nyet is no. And but, da. Huh? Da. And da is? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so we got yes and no. Da and no. So, kind of interesting that we gain listeners from so far away, right? But the world yet seems so small, you know? Yeah, I mean, considering where we are... The fact that we have, not only do we have listeners, you know, here in, in, in the U.S., but we've got listeners in Australia, we've got listeners in, in the great continent of Africa. Yeah. We've got listeners now mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in Russia and around uh, different parts of Europe, Germany, mm-hmm. and, and now the Ukraine as well. And, and one thing I'd like to say is, you know, um, uh, our thoughts and, and, and prayers um, are with the, uh, the, the innocent people of the Ukraine. Um, all those uh, families that have been affected by uh, by this war, on both on both sides. Absolutely, on I wanted sides. to say that. I wanted to say yeah, that on both sides. Absolutely, on because, both sides. Because you know what? A couple of times that we hit record that we've been out by the fire, I heard you bring bring up. You know, well, we did talk about this specific topic one time a yeah. few episodes back. You know, the possibility that there may be an outbreak. That's when there was like. Uh, troops amassing on the border, and it looked like there was potentially maybe some conflict. And then after things started to happen, I know a few times you mentioned the beginning of the podcast, even though our topics were on other things, you kind of um, touched on that at least a little bit before we right. went in. And uh, I wanted to sit, you know, say a couple things then, and I still even think it now, wondering what's... I apologize for the background noise. You may hear this noise above us right now. It's a plane. So... Um, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of was going to say things then because I see a lot of stuff on social media and I don't even chime in on other people's walls when I see posts and whatnot, and I didn't. But, you know, listen, first of all, the possibility of war even growing and even getting bigger. If people are listening. I actually thought about this when you were saying we have these now two listeners from these two different places. You know, if, if people want to talk about war and they're in those countries, 
you know, they, we said the word earlier. It's yet, you know. If you do, you want war? Yeah, you know, you don't no, want it. You know, nobody wants it from from a spiritual standpoint. When we talk about it, it's the last thing you want is any kind of physical altercation with any kind of other people. You know, right? And is it the actual people? That's the thing. No, it's not. It's yeah. governments. It's, it's always it's political games. It's political. It's, it's a political chess ma- uh, chess match. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. That at the end, yeah, the the people that get hurt the most are your common folk. Yeah, and and that's what you're seeing. Um, the threats uh, from the uh, Russian government, in particular, and, and I um, think to other countries, to yeah. to to Finland, to uh, to Sweden. Um, you know, don't you go joining NATO and this and that and whatever. Ultimately, the ones that are going to be uh, fighting these wars and are fighting these wars are mostly, you know, young men and women. Um, some of which apparently d- didn't even know what their what their marching literally their marching orders were. Um, on one side, on the other side, um, you know, people amassing, protecting. Uh, what's theirs, okay? And um, and they're the ones that are giving up their lives and the families that are being affected. You know, kids are losing their, their fathers. Uh, mothers are losing their sons uh, on both sides, mm-hmm. on both sides. Wives are losing their husbands and so on and so forth. And for what? For political gain? For, for what is the big right. question? Because right. I really, really believe it goes much deeper than that, much deeper than than, than this. Uh, nobody has a rhyme or reason. Now, I've said to a few close people, uh, not many, but when I first saw everything happening, I go, eh, I don't know what's going to go on there, but I think there's more behind the scenes than what people know. Right. Once it started to actually happen, I said, well, you know what? I still think there's more behind what's going on over there. This is not a conventional war. Uh, matter of fact, people were saying, oh, World War Three, World War Three. you know, we're starting to see. Now, when we first saw maybe uh, an outbreak happen and we didn't know where it was, we were waiting to see what was happening. But once it actually started to happen, I did actually follow along. And I had to just scratch my head and say, nah, this doesn't add up. This doesn't add up. Because if this was not even a world war, but even a war, I don't even know if you would want to call it a conflict. I was saying to one person, I said, to me, it almost seems like special ops uh, missions is what it seems like. Not, not, I mean, maybe at the outset, but certainly not. Uh, I think personally, from, from what I've seen, uh, this is straight up in your face. Um, you know, we, we want something and we're going to take it, right? Uh, from one side, right? From the Russian perspective. Um, they don't. They don't believe that any of the former provinces, of the Soviet provinces, um, are uh, legitimate sovereign countries. And you, you can make an argument, right? The argument has been made that that is partly the reason as to why what's going on in the Ukraine um, has happened. Now, there's obviously other reasons that go along with that. Um, it's strategic um, a point of you know access to the sea. Right, um, all of uh, uh, all of the, uh, the 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 industrialization that it has, um, the uh, the fact that it produces so much wheat, um, the oil, so on and so forth. Right, so there's something to be gained there from from the Russian side. However, when you really, really, if you really want to strip it down and look at it, right, um, and and this is kind of far fetched. So so 
go with me here, right? And I think you probably were going down this road anyway. When you look at what NATO is, which is a conglomerate of, you know, many different countries together in the form of one government, right? Ultimately, right? Uh, whether the, the reasoning for that is uh, protection, Right. Well, they're a global army. It's, it's a, it's a global what they are. army. They're a global we're, army. I was saying it earlier yeah, tonight. Yeah, I was we're, talking. Where they're going to offer, you know, you mess with, with my little buddy over here. Where, you know, we as a group are going to step in and say, no, you can't do that. Um, so, from a very far fetched perspective, is it possible that maybe uh, Putin is, is fighting the, the, um, the new world order? <laughs> Dare I say it? For for lack of a better uh, you know? explanation, listen, it's a global army, right? Okay, it's a global army. Now, there's always been talk for years and years of transforming into, you know, the populations of the world into, a, you know, one world government, a one world army, one mm-hmm. world religion, stuff like that. NATO is like, there's no better example than a one world army. Listen, we, we, we're taught in school. Go back to our history lessons when we were in high school or right. college or even younger, whatever. You learned about what was going on in history at the end of World War II. We learned about what was going on and the structure of restructuring of Europe after World War II. You're right. taught all and the what time. what led to World War II, World War I, and so on and so forth. Right. And then at the post-World uh, War II era, you were, you're taught about NATO's formed, right? And NATO's there for what? NATO's to protect, what, the spread of uh, communism, right, to move across the Europe and stuff like that. Correct. So we both know that uh, uh, the Soviet Union collapsed, okay, as a communist state in the early 1990s, 90 and 91, okay? So you then, when you Depending beg the, the question and say, why is NATO still exist for the next, you know, three decades, okay? Because... It, it, it's a really good question. I say, I'm just well, saying, I know I'm going out left field. Question everything. Well, question some everything. might say for, what, for, the, for the simple fact of what you see right now. Someone is going to turn around and say, why does it exist? Because of the shit that you're seeing right now. That's why it exists. Yeah. Okay. So um, you see that their encroachment is to move here, move there, move to all these different countries, right? And they still want this member of NATO, this member of NATO. But where's the actual threat, though? Because, you know, it's installed because of... A communist state that was there at one point that was on one part of the land that does not exist there anymore. So now you start to see encroachment on one side. Of course, you're going to see encroachment on the other side. So it goes back and forth. But anyway, that's my just little tidbit on the, well, the whole thing with NATO. Listen, even but, from a, from a strategic standpoint, all right. Now put yourself in the shoes of put yourself in Russian shoes, right? Mm-hmm. As compared to the United States versus w- with Canada, Mexico, and even we could use Cuba as an example, right? Put yourself in Russian shoes, right? If the Ukraine were to join NATO, right, that basically means that, because if you look at most um, countries that are part of NATO, what are in most of those countries? U.S. bases, right? You're going exactly where I was going right. to go next. Right? Yep. There are U.S. bases in every one of those countries, or most of them, but I'm pretty sure in all of them, right? And even countries... Where we don't, where they're not, that aren't part of NATO, we have some sort of agreement like with Sweden, okay, who's not a member of, of uh, NATO, but yet we have an agreement with them that if anybody were basically to fuck with them, <laughs> that we would have something to say about it, right? As is the case right now. So um, there is no way from that perspective, okay? That if the threat lied in Ottawa, Canada, 
right? That that nation who we have an open border with could potentially, you know, turn socialist or communist in any way. There is no way the United States would ever let that happen. Because now we have, we basically have an enemy at, at our doorstep, at the threshold of our, of, our, of our nation, right? Same with Mexico and what we saw with Cuba with the, with the Bay of Pigs and, of course, uh, since Castro and the Castro regime has been there. So from that perspective, when you really think about it and take a look at it with an open mind, right, could you possibly say, I get, I understand the Russian political perspective of protecting itself against having its mortal enemy just across the border in, in, a country, in the country that borders with them, right? Sitting here, yeah, I could say that. You know, I could see why that might be a possibility, right? However, when you turn and look, when you turn the page and you look at other factors, it's a sovereign nation, Right, and no other nation can just say, you know, hey, well, you know, uh, you're no longer. We don't believe that you're a sovereign nation. We're just going to come in and take all your shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that just we just can't let that happen. But when you throw into the mix that whole giant pie of garbage, right? The possibility that you have one leader in the world that could potentially be standing up against the proverbial. New World Order, where it's like, can I see it? I guess I could kind of see that too. Right. When you look at it that way. Yeah. So I I was actually thinking those kinds of things, and I had a couple conversations over the last couple weeks offline with a couple people off to the side, and I said, man, I said, you know, there's more to this. There's definitely more to this. And to your point, I said, you know, I'm getting tired of seeing posts. This is what I was telling somebody in person. I go, I'm tired of seeing posts on social media, particularly Facebook, where people are saying, you know, they're sharing memes and pictures of Putin and saying he's the next Hitler and he's that. And look, he's getting ready. Or even when the troops started to move in, oh, that he's starting to, you know, conquer a part of your people were saying or another country. And I was like, no, no, I, I, I don't see it like that. This is just my personal opinion. And I was having this conversation with a couple different people a couple different times saying, you know, I keep seeing these posts. I go, it's kind of annoying seeing that stuff because people are led to believe what they're seeing on mainstream media, right? You know, or what they think history is is teaching them. Listen, and not all history is true. You know, I said, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Well, that has yet to be seen. We don't really know where he falls. I don't. But is, I think it's pretty clear he's not a good dude. Yeah, but is he? Uh, is, is he a Hitler? Well, listen, that's a pretty pretty. Big comparison right there when you're trying to compare two people like that, you know. So I said, but as 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 these operations started to happen, I'll call them. If you look, okay, so certain things happened with the air force, right? They hit airfields, right, and whatnot, maybe radar stations. But did you see where they were saying that bio labs were being hit? Yeah. Like they were actually hitting bio labs within the country. Listen, I started to think. I go, if this was really a full fledged out war, this is where I start to question everything. Like we always talk about. You know, they could have rolled in with tanks, you know, like... And whole, they did. Whole, whole regiments, you know... Uh, and they did. And, and just ran over that entire country. It would have been similar, yes, to Germany and Poland in the beginning of the outset of World War II. And they would have just ran over and occupied the entire thing. But it was almost like precision. It was just like, pick this area, pick this area, do that. I just think the 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 
the death toll and everything would be a lot bigger than what it would be if it was an all-out war. It would be constantly on the media, back to the mainstream. You would see it everywhere. So, so okay, the, fine. Uh, I'll, I'll accept that. But, but let me come back with this, because now you've got to put yourself in the shoes of a Ukrainian, right? So we, we've stepped into the shoes of a Russian politician, military, some guy in the military, whatever, right? Who's, who's basically taking his orders from, from the Kremlin anyway, right? Okay. And, and soldiers are just that. They're soldiers. They follow orders. They do what they're, they're supposed, what they're told. And, and you can't fault them for that. that is, that's what they're trained to do, okay? That's why killing in, 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 in war, in my estimation, isn't necessarily a sin because it's part of it. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Versus me just walking up to you and blowing, blowing your head off. You, you know what I'm saying? It's different. There's different. It, it, there, it's a different thing. Okay? So, <clears throat> but let's put ourselves in the shoes of, the, of a Ukrainian. You know, you're living your life on, on, on your you know, daily basis. You're going to work. You're, you're a family man. You're doing your thing, whatever. Whether you live in, in uh, Kiev or whether you live in, you know, whatever other part of, a, of, uh, of Ukraine. And... You, you know, you, you've grown up knowing that, you know, not, not far away, depending on where you live, obviously, but the, the country that borders, um, that borders you was once in control of the Ukraine, right? In the former Soviet Union, now Russia, right? And, and the, big, the big bad bear has been kind of lying silent for the last 30 years, other than, you know, what, what happened in the, in the Crimea, Crimean Peninsula, uh, just, uh, I think it was uh, eight years ago. Um, but again, political and military and for, for obvious uh, reasons, access to the sea and so on and so forth, right? But now you're, you're your, average, your average Ukrainian. And now you do have Russian tanks rolling into your country. You do have your villages being burned. You do have your, your, your family members being killed. You do have people being being bound and, and shot. You do have, and these are just common people. We're not talking about soldiers, right? We're not talking about a militia. We're not talking about anyone that signed up from other countries to go and protect the Ukraine. These are, this is what the average person is seeing. One day they're living their life. They're sending their kids to school. The next day the school's not there because it got fucking bombed, right? Um, children's hospitals being bombed. Um, civilian areas being targeted to your point about about specific targets right all where civilians are now to your point about the the the, um, the bio labs supposedly there are upwards of I think it's 28 uh, bio labs in the Ukraine alone now you might say to yourself well why wouldn't you if you know where they are because obviously you do right why wouldn't you just bomb them Right? If you really wanted to, to, to put your foot down and say, you know what, fuck it, that's it, it's over, I'm doing what I want to do, I'm going to bomb these bio labs, and what's the best way to just, you know, um, uh, wreak havoc and, and kill as many people as possible um, than, than, other than nuclear war, right, uh, just then by uh, bombing these, these uh, bio labs. Why didn't you do that, right? So <clears throat> there's, a lot of, there's a lot to this. I don't know that um, is it does, it does it really fall along the lines of a rogue leader of a, of a nation um, 
just losing his mind and saying I'm starting with the Ukraine because they're the closest one to me and little by little I'm just going to take what's what was once mine and take it all back. Uh, maybe at the outset it looked that way. I don't think it's that now. Um, I think a lot of the things that you're seeing um, is a result of the fact that the Russian army is getting their ass kicked uh, by... by people that weren't in the military that decided to pick up guns and, and defend themselves uh, by, yes, the military, by, yes, other, other uh, uh, citizens of other countries that have gone there to, quote, unquote, help, right? Um, and they're finding it that it's not as easy as they thought, and they might be a little bit embarrassed, um, and maybe they're not the big bad bear they thought they were, and the rest of the world thought they were. You know, um, they're getting their ass handed to them on a plate. And this has proven to be far more difficult than than they thought it would be. Right. So you have you definitely I think you definitely have a case of um, of David versus Goliath here. And and David right now is is holding his own. You know, he's more than holding his own. Um, What's going to be the outcome? You know, um, the threats keep coming, right? To other nations, the threats keep coming. Um, they're picking up, uh, the Russians are picking up their game in terms of what they're targeting and what they're doing. Um, it's, it's, there's a whole bowl of wax here, dude, that is very complicated that I don't think it's, you can point to one thing and say, you know, this is the reason, for the rest of all this. It might have started with one reason, but now it's a whole ball of crap that has turned into a, a giant ball of crap. You know? Yeah, I I, I was just thinking of a couple of different things, and, um, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to look up this name of this woman, and she's in the Canadian Parliament, and she's really tied to Ukraine. But I was actually going to uh, touch back on, not only is there like certain precision things, and I'll probably just end with, there was a lot of different things that were being shared all over the internet with uh, billionaires uh, that were banned from entering certain countries um, that Russia put on it. Uh, Supposedly there's a sex slave, supposedly, connection through the Ukraine. Uh, This woman's name, I can't find her, but she's uh, connected to Trudeau, but she's, um, her family's from Ukraine, but she's in there with uh, Soros. And, uh, and, and they have all these ties. So it just seems like there's so much more to this story that no one knows. I mean, TikTok's flooding tons of videos with uh, where are the battles? Where are the actual battles? Casualties, where are the casualties? They're going around, they're showing videos and stuff like that. Um, uh, are these people just puppets, so to speak? You know, they're saying, is Putin just doing this stuff? And, um, you know, is, you know, you were talking about different things, and they question: Is it really political agendas, or is there much, much more to the story? And the Ukrainian guy—I can't think of his name now, at the top of my head—but uh, Zelensky. Zelensky, thank you. When they talk about, you know, being puppets or actors and stuff like that, Zelensky—he actually was an actor, you know, of, of of all things. You know, here you go once again, an actor, you know, uh, and here you are on the global stage. I mean, did you see some of those videos? They're showing somewhere he's in front of the troops and stuff like that, rallying the troops and they're doing things. And then it comes, you find out the videos are videos from 2022. 
apologize for the dog noise too. We got the dogs out here. You know, the um, the videos are actually like four and five years old. There's another one where it's an actual battle scene. Well, guess what? It's not from 2022. It's like exercises that they're doing from like three years ago. You know, it's like, so what do you believe anymore? What's going on? You know, yeah. Um, um, you know, is there tens of thousands of people? Uh, you know, listen, you never want the innocent people to, to be hurt or anything, you know, God forbid, you know, and that's what you hope to see. Uh, 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 not happen. You don't want them to get caught in the middle of anything, you know. And 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 again, casualties from from war, though, even with the military, is usually much higher. Uh, and then you say, well, what's going on? So now you start to watch these videos more and more as they come out, and you go, what's real and what's not real? Some of the stuff doesn't even look real. Well, I thought it was interesting <clears throat> that we picked up listeners in in Moscow in particular. Um, <clears throat> because one of the things that supposedly that they've been doing is, you know, they've been spreading, they have their own version of, of uh, CNN and Fox, right? Spewing their agenda, yeah. right? And one of the things that they're supposedly doing is <clears throat> sharing a lot of misinformation as to what is actually going on uh, and the reasons behind it. Saying that Zelensky's a Nazi, that the, uh, that the Ukrainian government are Nazis and they're there to, to free the people of uh, of uh, Zelensky and his uh, his Nazi regime, they're not. They really weren't sharing any of the actual um, um, information in terms of uh, the battles that they were losing and 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 exactly how many men were being killed and so on and so forth. Now, the information that we're getting is obviously you know from Western sources, right? Uh, but one of the things that I thought was interesting was, didn't they shut the uh, the internet down in um, supposedly in right Russia, here, right? Heard that, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, a couple days later, after hearing that, here I <clears throat> here we pick up listeners on a podcast yeah, that so is on true. the internet, yeah, um, from Moscow, and now we've got listeners from the Ukraine, yeah. <clears throat> so, and then and I, and I can more understand listeners from the Ukraine because it's you know it's it's open, the internet's open through through the help of uh, Western nations, um, <clears throat> but. Um, I just thought that was interesting, and it lends to your point. It's like, okay, w- what's the deal? Do they or do they not? Because anyone in Moscow, if it's true that they shut the Internet down, right, the last thing that anybody in the Kremlin is going to want is for Russians to be able to hear two idiots like us right. <laughs> talking about things openly, right. something that they don't Two allow. idiots that are seeing right through everything to, <laughs> right. to begin with, and to, then they're going to hear it and go, exactly. wow, you know, we should be seeing right through this too. Exactly, you know what I mean? right. If, the, if these two assholes can see it, wait a second, this doesn't match up with the information that we're given. Yeah, well, listen, so, your, your question is something, let me just interject for a second, and that's a great point to interject. Uh, I have to jump in, I was going to say, where you're saying, you know, they weren't supposed to have the internet, then they obviously are having the internet. If you can listen, this is what I love. It. When when you get one of these jamokes in there, you get one of these great global uh, wealthy uh, billionaires in there uh, with this with the satellites. Now, what was going on at one point? They were saying there was going to be like no satellite coverage or whatever. And then you get our boy over there, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tesla. You know, he jumps in and goes, oh, he's going to pick a side now. OK, all of a sudden. Oh, now what is it? The wealthier on one side and the non-wealthy on the other. What's going on? You get Mr. Uh, Tesla on there going, oh, he's what was he going to use? He was going to use uh, his satellites or whatever yeah. so they can <laughs> still have uh, their technology. That's when I lost. I was like, you know what? I'm out of this one. I'm not going to, if I see any more posts on Facebook or, or Instagram or, or, or I'm just scrolling through other than I will stop at the TikTok videos where people are just exposing 
all the uh, all the false episodes. I'm like, to me, this is almost like the false pestilence that we were just uh, seeing going on. You know, the narrative, I should say, the false narrative of different things where you're led to believe one thing, Lou, but really you're over here. And really what's happening is over here, over there. That's really what's going on. It's almost like these diversion tactics. Is this a diversion? Is this an all out war? Is this a conflict? I mean, it's not a world war, but is it a war? Is it a conflict? Keep going down. Is it? Is that operation Regardless of, of what name you want to give it, because remember, Vietnam was never actually declared a war and we got our asses kicked. It's called a conflict. Right, right exactly. And thousands upon thousands upon thousands of American boys um, and Vietnamese and Cambodians and, you know, uh, um, the people from Laos and so on and so forth died. And for what? Right? Uh, now, yes, you might exactly. say to prevent the spread of, of communism, I'm all for that. I think it's great. You know, dude, I'm, you know my history, right? I'm all for stopping the spread of communism. And, and from that standpoint, from that standpoint, um, given the fact that the Ukrainian people have uh, picked up arms and are defending themselves, I say God bless you and good on you. I think it's great that they're doing that. And I'm glad that they're, I'm happy about the fact that they're giving them um, uh, a fight that they weren't expecting. Now, having said that, <clears throat> do I believe that this is just political and military agenda? No, there's there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that as to the real reasons why um, Mr. Putin decided to do, you know, what he's done. Yeah. You know, and can you compare him to Hitler? Listen, there's a lot of people that would say, hell yeah, given the fact that he's probably the ones that would be given the orders uh, to do the things that that his soldiers and the generals are doing. Or do you have a bunch of rogue generals and soldiers just saying, you know, fuck it. Well, I'm here. I'm just going to shoot everybody. You know what I mean? You could have that, too. I don't know. All I do know is that it's 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 crazy. Um to see what's going on and the amount of loss of life, um, I just pray. I just pray for all those people. Yeah, and that was the point. I was, I was, I was waiting. I was going to jump in to make. I was like, no matter what's said, uh, one life lost is too, too many lives. Too many lives lost in this world. And uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing people um, posted on one side or another. And I'm sure around the world and mainstream media will pick one side over another. Listen, there are good people in the Ukraine. There are good people in Russia. There are uh, people that are loving, caring people on both sides. When you're human, you have a soul, there's spirituality. I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully the people around this world keep waking up like they do. I apologize for the noise overhead again as I'm trying to talk. And uh, uh, I just hope that everybody doesn't give in to the puppeteers because you have a few at the top, whoever it is, maybe whether it's based off of wealth whether it's based off of uh, political uh, agendas, Green. it could be even religious in certain uh, uh, circumstances. But um, but yes, uh, hopefully people are able to live their lives, their God-given birthright to live as human-loving individuals, souls in this physical realm, in the human body, and know that you know what their neighbors are also one just like them. And uh, I don't know what else same. to say, Lou. We're I'm, all the same, buddy. I'm, I'm going to leave I think, it, I think leave it at that. Uh, you've said it all right there. We're all the same. All we can do is 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 pray for peace. Uh, uh, pray that the uh, uh, the killing stops, um, and that um, 
you know, we get back to, to, you know, living our, our lives as a, as a, um, uh, 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 just one community around the world, uh, with a soul and, and, and in, in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and that's it, man. I think, uh, I think we'll end it there. Um, you have anything else to say, bud? No, that's it. Um, as usual, uh, don't forget, you can find us on TikTok, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on uh, Facebook, uh, hit us up. Um, we've got a couple different pages on Facebook, a burning desire to talk, just uh, look it up, send us a message. Um, and most importantly, however you're listening to this, go to your favorite streaming service, give us uh, five stars, give us a like, uh, we'd appreciate it. On that note, I'm going to say goodnight. Peace.